Well, here we are, day three of the revival meeting. And, well, it looks like being a big day. The crowds are already coming in. It's just about uh, 8.30. There are helicopters doing displays. We've had the dawn patrol. We're looking forward to uh, the big race of the day, the Royal Automobile Club TT celebration. Now, this reproduces the races, big sports car races that they had here in period, particularly in the late 50s, early 60s and the cars are mostly selected from that period. Now, hardly a surprise, really, that uh, on pole is uh, Gordon Shedden, you know, one of the top touring car drivers. As somebody said the other day, you know, the, the top drivers are the top drivers, and they will, whatever you put them in, they will drive it very quickly. Now, he's uh, alongside uh, Stipler, who uh, was very, very quick yesterday in the Mark II Jaguar, so it's got to be a pretty interesting race. It's, a, it's an extraordinary mixture of cars in there. Cars from all periods and cars of all sizes, from A35s to mighty, mighty Packards and Studebakers and Ford Galaxies. So, great race. That's coming up this afternoon. Motorcycle race is going to be one of the highlights of the day. Uh, there's some serious, serious motorcycle races in there. Uh, Isle of Man TT winners, superbike champions. And, of course, Guy Martin. He's not really uh, intended to be competitive, but he's here for a bit of fun and here with his family. We've assembled a team for the uh, the day's events. Mike Turner, we all know. Good morning, all. Our fashion consultant for the day, Helena. Hi. Good morning, everyone. And that was John, who's uh, well beside the aircraft. He's our aeronautical specialist. And uh, on that basis, what are we all looking forward to seeing today, Mike? I think we're looking at cars and racing as well as looking at aircraft in the sky and just talking to people who know a lot more about it than we do. Yeah, that's what it's, it's really all about. It's, it's, uh, there's so much expertise here. The most impressive, the most spectacular historic car event probably in the world. And one of the peculiarities of it is that people are persuaded, and the majority of them do, dress in period costume. Helena, we've already been out and about. There were some remarkable outfits out there, both on men and women. I'm just loving looking at all the outfits, particularly the women, and making sure that their outfits are complete. So it's not just the outfit, it's the hairdo as well. They're actually going and getting it, you know, into the 40s, the 50s style, the makeup, the whole thing complete. I've seen a whole family down there. You've got the nanny, the baby, the pram, the 1930s pram the whole bit you know it's just fantastic and the nice thing as well is everybody's smiling you know it's just great to see people smiling and I don't know if that's just a reflection of what it was many years ago I don't know the romanticism of it all but it's just fantastic and I'm just looking forward to seeing some of the fashion shows and seeing some of the modeling as well it is very much uh one of those events, yes, we have commented on this in the past, and whether it is because it's some sort of a historical throwback, but people here are smiling more. Uh, and, and, you know, they, they, they come in their hundreds of thousands to see these incredible displays. John, we're standing beside the, um, the aircraft. Now, I'm told that the DC-3, which is in front of us, uh, is actually going to be open to the public a bit later. You will be able to go and sit in it. Uh, I bet you haven't been in one of those. No, I haven't been inside, but I certainly intend to today. Well, I, I think we're, we're going to take uh, our cub reporter in there as well. But uh, of the aircraft that are here, I know you haven't had a lot of chance to get round them yet, but certainly there's some, some very fine vintage aircraft on site. Yes, and what's marvellous, they've got the Blenheim Mark I, which is unique. 
as far as I know, it's not only the only airborne version, but the only Mark One in the world. We all stood and watched on the fence line this morning. The, the Dawn Patrol, the, uh, the first Spitfire that flew a number of passes over the airfield, as they did in, 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 during war in the, in the period, because uh, some people forget that this was actually a World War II airfield. Uh, and a very active one, one of the last that Douglas Bader, for example, flew out of. So there's much history here. Oh, absolutely. And it's lovely to see the beautiful vintage aircraft really just demonstrating that. And one other thing I would like to add, where else in the world could you stand and watch these beautiful static aircraft and airborne and at the same time watch classic vintage racing cars go round the track, round them? Yeah, there is nowhere else where you can do that. It, it is unique. It is spectacular, and we're going to bring you the best of it through the course of the day. There's just so much to see here. It never ceases to amaze me. And today I'm uh, delving into some of the uh, corners that I don't normally see so often. Uh, I've just stepped out of the ghost train. I'm still trembling slightly from that experience. And as you can probably hear, there is a full jazz band playing just in front of us and a lot of people dancing. Period costume, dancing period dances, and it's wonderful to see it that so many people are just joining in and really enjoying themselves. Great, it's, it's just one of the great attractions that are here on this magical weekend. I have to say, I've never had chance to cover the Cetrington Cup before. That being the uh, the race for the uh, youngsters in their e equally matched Austin J4s. But uh, this is being led off this time by uh, a, a rather spectacular, and I know you'll love this, Andrew. It's, a, I think, a Mark I Land Rover. Yes, yes Series 1 Land Rover. Series 1 Land Rover in perfect scale, and it's the breakdown vehicle, and you yes. built it. Yes, yeah. Uh, my name is Geraint Lewis, and I've got my uh, five-year-old grandson, Sam, driving this today, and I've got my seven-year-old grandson in car number 39. Ah. So uh, he's got his elder brother there pedalling away, and he's going to do the breakdown if somebody breaks down. So we're looking for There's some serious competition here today. I mean, if, if, if they say the racing's in the jeans... There's a, there's a lot of quite famous racing names, ch children and grandchildren thereof. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think this is probably the most competitive race of the whole meeting. Uh, as you say, we've got uh, Tyrrells on the uh, grid and Stewarts on the grid, so there's lots and lots of grandchildren of very famous racing drivers racing today, and uh, they'll be shouted on the same way as everybody else. Uh, presumably, if we do get a few spits of weather, that's not going to affect them too much. Uh, no, I don't think any of them are allowed to run slicks. They're very closely scrutineered. And actually, in the driver's briefing, they said they would call the three winning cars and four random cars in for a weight check, uh, just to make sure nobody's cheating. Uh, well, you know, if it's an FIA-sanctioned event, I guess, these days, so uh, they have to play it perfectly straight. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And they're very heavy, steel-bodied cars, so uh, any weight saving would uh, benefit the uh, slightly smaller children. <laughs> CTT, there's some mighty, mighty sound effects in there.
sound of thousands of horsepower and millions of pounds. I'm standing just at the back of the pit area and I can hear the cars clearly all the way around the circuit even though the furthest point is nearly two miles away with about 20 minutes to go incredible battles going on lead keeps swapping between number one the David Hart Oliver Hart, AC Cobra, and the very, very quick Jaguar, driven by Gordon Sheridan and the very well-known classic car racer Chris Ward. Let's see how it all pans out. They're getting very close to each other at times. The Cobra certainly having the grunt pull away on the straights, but the E-Type far more nimble and catching up on every corner and Goodwood is full of corners so certainly uh, the race with 15 minutes to go very evenly balanced the lead continues to swap backwards and forwards and this could be very telling with 13 minutes still to go of this one hour race car one clipped the chicane no damage but enough to incur a five second penalty that in racing as close as this, five seconds could be absolutely critical at the end. And then, of course, with ten minutes to uh, to go, the back markers come into play, and the front runners have got to find a way round the slower cars. Not easy. After nearly an hour of hard racing, the. Uh, the rate of attrition is becoming quite high. The Ferrari 250 LM with Chris Harris driving had a spin. Uh, probably caused by a mechanical problem by the looks of it rather than driver error. But that was enough to uh, have him limping slowly for the pits. And car number one appears to have a suspension problem. And that looks like that's heading for pits. Uh, being the race leader so it's all changing with just minutes to go and the 250LM Ferrari he looks like he's got it going again so maybe it was only a temporary problem who knows and the Shedden Ward E-Type number 89 is storming away now class of its own and another AC Cobra now moved up into second but the Jaguar with about seven minutes of the race to go is long gone and looks uncatchable and as we enter the last lap well it's that Jaguar the Gordon Shedden Jaguar that's still in front by a very long way. Uh, very, very good driver. And yes, they've taken the flag and taken it by a pretty handsome margin with the 94 Cobra of Michael Gans and Andrew Wolf second. 
and they're pretty pleased with that as a result as they've carved their way through the field I'm just waiting to see who's declared third it looks like it looks like Nicholas Manassian in the other Cobra or one of the other Cobras this is a horse host an absolute host of Cobras uh, in this race this year Well, there we are. I managed to get that uh, back to front. So it's the Wolf Gans AC Cobra is first. And the Shedden Ward E-Type were nearly 12 seconds behind. And Nicholas Manassian and Shelby Cobra in third. So um, I got that a little wrong, but there you go. There's a lot of very good drivers in there, a lot of very good cars. And interestingly, the Ferrari 250 SWVs, there were loads of them in the race. They were simply overpowered by much heavier but much more powerful cars. It wasn't always that way, but under these conditions, when it was dry, then power will out. Well, sadly, here we are on the, the end of day three, and it's pretty much as the beginning of day one. Uh, in that it's raining and the last race is going to be delayed uh, because of that but uh, we've gathered the team together uh, all of us are pretty wet Mike Turner what's been the highlight for you? the highlight very straightforwardly wasn't cars it was an aeroplane because John and I went to talk to the guy in the Dakota and lo and behold suddenly the companionway ladder came down and we were allowed inside the aircraft he said, the only thing I'm going to say to you is don't nick the keys. <laughs> and John and I spent a very interesting 15, 20 minutes going through that aircraft, sitting in the pilot's seat, taking some photographs, which hopefully will be on the website. And generally, it was a lovely experience and a very pleasant gentleman that we dealt with. Good stuff. John, I suspect that you're, that's probably your highlight as well. Yes, without doubt. Uh, and added to it, which is an added bonus, seeing all the wonderful cars, the drivers, the beautiful aircraft, and as I said uh, earlier today, seeing the classic cars go around the uh, airfield, it's just unique. Indeed it is. Michael? Well, I, it's a superb weekend for me all round, really. I mean, today it's got to be the TT race. I managed to watch uh, the sort of tussle going on there. Gordon Shedden absolutely dominating uh, in, in the E-type there, uh, only to, uh, to come second, unfortunately, at the end. But a uh, superb drive from him. Uh, I'm thoroughly wet and thoroughly deaf from being stood next to too many cars, Cobras, E-types, Ferraris, but beautiful noises and uh, sounds that you can feel. And I think that's, that's the difference, you know. With these cars, they're, they're absolute brutes. Uh, so much power, so much performance, but you can feel it you know, all the way through your, through your chest uh, and, and it really does hit you in the heart in the, in the best possible way. And I think perhaps, for me, that the noise and feeling has been the best part, actually, of Revival. Well, I think perhaps we're all a little bit deaf. Thank you, Michael, um, but for, for prompting that thought. But, but the fact is we all have to suffer for our art, no doubt. Helena? Marie, I like seeing all the old cars because you look at today's cars and they're just all the same sort of shape, they're all homogenised and just the craft then of the car, the beauty of them, the engines, the sound, it's just the smell, it's just it's fantastic. I'm just hoping that people will go back to designing cars with shape again 
and also I enjoyed seeing the kiddies race, the little kiddies race and uh, all the little handmade cars there and actually the little one that won got a cup and it just really very competitive, you know, the, the spirit of it all and uh, it just great, really enjoyed it. I think we'll always all remember these, uh, these days, we've had some great days here. Actually, there's one thing we missed, which is the P-38 Lightning, which we'd never seen before no, flying yeah. and uh, weren't even aware. There was still one in existence, weren't we? No. And uh, it was, that, was, that was brilliant. That was brilliant, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we've all had a jolly good weekend. Yes, that was one of the highlights for me as well. Mm. Um, now I think it's time to pack up and go home, fight our way back through the rain, through the car parks and try and get out and, and through the mud. Time to go time. Thanks for joining us.